0: January 17th, Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. At about that time, Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, so they began breaking off heads of wheat and eating the grain. Some Pharisees saw them do it and protested, Your disciples shouldn't be doing that. It's against the law to work by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. But Jesus said to them, Haven't you ever read in the scriptures, What King David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, and they ate the special bread reserved for the priests alone. That was breaking the law, too. And haven't you ever read in the law of Moses that the priests on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there is one here who is even greater than the temple. But you would not have condemned those who aren't guilty if you knew the meaning of this scripture. I want you to be merciful, I don't want your sacrifices, for I, the Son of Man, am Master even of the Sabbath. Then he went over to the synagogue, where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, Is it legal to work by healing on the Sabbath day? They were, of course, hoping he would say yes, so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, If you had one sheep, and it fell into a well on the Sabbath. Wouldn't you get to work and pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, it is right to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Reach out your hand. The man reached out his hand, and it became normal, just like the other one. Then the Pharisees called a meeting and discussed plans for killing Jesus. But Jesus knew what they were planning. He left that area. And many people followed him. He healed all the sick among them, but he warned them not to say who he was. This fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Look at my servant whom I have chosen. He is my beloved and I am very pleased with him. I will put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight or shout. He will not raise his voice in public. He will not crush those who are weak or quench the smallest hope until he brings full justice with his final victory and his name will be the hope of all the world. This week's Bible meditation, James 1:19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry.
1: Good morning, fellas, It's is Ray. Uh, fourth phase. I graduate tomorrow. Uh, well, I guess that would be today, but uh, i give you a little testimony. Um, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, raised up here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I have two beautiful children, Zach and Zeta. Um, I just want to say, you know, it's been a pleasure getting to know everybody. Uh, I love you guys very much, and I hope you have a great, great morning. But um, here goes nothing. I going to say, uh, you know, I think what led for me, for my addiction, is when my parents passed away. First, it was my mother, and then my father, um, which led me to start doing pain pills and uh, other stuff. Um, After that, uh, it was my marriage fell apart for me doing drugs, so it led for me to get a divorce. Um, Yeah, it kind of sucked. So that just drew me down even worse. After losing that, not able to see my kids, Uh, losing my wife, Uh, losing my job, lost everything. But uh, that's what led me here to the refuge. Uh, Maybe not all in that order, but uh, when I got here to the refuge, I uh, was lost, I was broken. I had no direction in life, I didn't care, all I know is that uh, I wanted to uh, regain what I had left of my life and I didn't know that I could do that through Christ, so after I got to know Christ, it took a little while for me to realize that, but uh, I got to know Christ, I got to know the refuge, um, this place to save my life, I was on the road to destruction, And, uh, I was, I was really far gone. This place, like I said, saved my life. I wouldn't change anything in the world. Um, I want to say, just keep your heads up. And, you know, I'll say it again that, you know, when this place starts to suck, whatever else starts to suck, you know, just embrace it. Like I said, again, have a good day today, you know, and embrace the suck. I love you guys. Psalm 15, verses 1
0: through 5. A Psalm of David. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to slander others or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise persistent sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who do not charge interest on the money they lend and who refuse to accept bribes to testify against the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. Proverbs chapter three, verses 21 through 26. My child, don't lose sight of good planning and insight. Hang on to them, for they fill you with life and bring you honor and respect. They keep you safe on your way and keep your feet from stumbling. You can lie down without fear. And enjoy pleasant dreams. You need not be afraid of disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap.